But uh, yeah, she said that the dogs are confused because they don't know if their relationship's romantic So Marty and Molly are having a will-they-won't-they situation? Like Ross and Rachel? You wouldn't know it to look at them. Hello, welcome to Guide to the Unknown. I'm Kristen. And I'm her little brother, William. And today we are talking about pet psychics, psychics that maybe are pets, anything weird having to do with animals. Psychics that maybe are pets makes it sound like, I'm a psychic and I happen to be someone's pet. Yeah, right. (laughs) Correct. Yeah, I I guess pets that are psychic would have worked a little bit better. I'm not only a pet, I'm also a psychic. That's right. Um, We also have a guest with us. We do. We have Marty, who is Will's in-law's dog that he and Allie are watching for the week. So if you happen to hear the jingle of a collar every once in a while in the episode, that's because Marty is sitting on my lap. And you can see him in the video version at YouTube.com slash TalkBomb. He is being a wonderful house guest. He's a fantastic boy, and he's just been sitting quietly for most of the time we've been here. If he happens to bark at his image, I will end up putting him down. But, you know, barring any unforeseen circumstances, Marty's going to be sitting on my lap the whole time. Why not? He's being a really good boy. Totally. And Um, he's a real sweetie. I will, uh, later in the episode, have something to say to you about Marty and and my dog, Molly. Okay. I want this... Close to now. I know we have to talk about it. It'll be close to now. It'll be close to now. But I did, I did for this episode consult a pet psychic. I can't believe it. I did call a pet psychic and it was a a whole thing. Oh my God. So I'll get into it. It's micro. I don't want to give you. Yeah, I know. I know. It's too easy to oversell. So don't, don't anticipate something world changing. But but still. It was worth talking about. It's worth discussing. So we'll get there. Let's give him something to talk about. Oh, how about. A little mystery to figure out. Exactly. So um, before we get there, everybody, we just want to remind you that on September 4th, 2021, that's just within a couple of weeks of yes. recording right this second. It's just over a week from the time that this episode comes out, if right. you listen in real time. Yeah. Kristen and I are going to be at the NJ Horror Con mm-hmm. at the Showboat Casino in beautiful Atlantic City. That's right. The Horror Con is on... September 3rd, 4th, and 5th. Will and I will just be there on Saturday, September 4th. Yeah, so if you're planning to come to town, hone in on that date and come by and see us. Yeah. Um, I've got some stickers and magnets. We're going to be bringing games. Kristen is already mm-hmm. teasing that she's got some sort of a an outlandish idea. I do. I, I seriously think that it could be a conversation starter, stranger to stranger. I can't What's wait. that you have? Where do I get that? You go to the Guide to the Unknown table. You get it over there. Mm-hmm. And that's us. That's right. You're, you're just going to make us bring like uh, like pretzels or one of those. <laughs> no, it's not candy. It's an interactive thing okay. for the guests of the convention. All right. I can't wait to hear about it because I, I truly cool. don't even know as we're sitting here right now. Mm-hmm. But so anyway, come check it out. That is Saturday, September 4th at the NJ Horror Con yep. in Atlantic City at the Showboat Casino. Mm-hmm. Yep. You can go to, I think it's NewJerseyHorrorCon.com. To get your tickets. Just Google it. Yeah, just Google it. Mm. And come see a couple of showboats. Yeah. Yeah, me and Will. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about uh, uh, pet psychics. Yes. Now, what I'm talking about here is not psychics who happen to be somebody's pet. No. I am talking about human beings that claim they can communicate with your animals mm-hmm. uh, mentally, telepathically, that they can psychically um, 
talk to, say, the dog that's on your lap right sure. now, Kristen, to try to figure out, well, what's he struggling with? What's going on? What are his needs? What are his wants? What is he What is he struggling to communicate what does he dream of? to you? Exactly. So I've looked into this a little bit because I wanted to figure out um, the what of it. Mm-hmm. What are pet psychics? What do they say they're doing? Mm-hmm. And then I've got what a couple of- What do they of, want? What do they need? Oh. What are they trying to figure out? Yeah, I'm actually more curious about that than anything. <laughs> yeah. What is the motive of a pet psychic? <laughs> I can imagine. But uh, then I've got some- some interesting examples i've got some articles about people who have consulted pet psychics and what they got out of it and once again like i said today i myself consulted a pet psychic. lead with that it's so fun for the finale oh fine go ahead right fine yeah so here is what a pet psychic is and yes this is from science.howstuffworks.com okay so it is a science yeah, this is a science, everybody. It's in the myths section, but it's a, it's on science. Mm-hmm. So um, pet psychics, obviously, uh, the easiest definition is that they are like any psychic out there. You can uh, pay them and they will tell you things that uh, you have no way of otherwise knowing. Mm-hmm. Things about uh, the spiritual realm or, in this case, an animal's internal motivation yeah. for things. So um, – Pet psych- this is from the, the website. Pet psychics' portrayals of animals and their methods for communicating with them are scientifically questionable. For this reason, many people view pet psychics with skepticism. Some claim that apparently successful pet psychics aren't psychic at all. They're just practicing cold reading. Mm-hmm. Now, I assume you're familiar with cold reading. Yes, I am. Cold re- so, Please, in your own words. It's basically like extremely educated guessing. Yes. So you could take common sociological things about populations and kind of apply them to a single person so it seems really accurate and personal so you could for the sake of example you could look at a dog and go well they're full grown maybe they're a little older and you can Mm -hmm. then weave that into going like he's struggling with aging right yeah exactly you can extrapolate things and make it there it's deduction to a certain extent um but when we talk about actual psychic material i thought this was pretty interesting Regardless of differences in when and how psychics develop their skills, most describe the same basic steps for talking to animals. Many will evidently cite J. Allen Boone's book, Kinship with All Life, which was published in 1954. My favorite book writer. Yes, of course. I'm a big (laughs) fan of J. Allen Boone. And book writers. Here are the eight steps. One. The psychic relaxes and calms their mind, right? Mm-hmm. You 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 put on your own gas mask before you help the people that you're with. Your own gas mask? I'm thinking about the... the I, mean, I, I know, but... Oxygen mask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, what, what's the situation <laughs> that we're in? I think that everything just got heightened. <laughs> That's a good question. That's a good point. Well, this is of the... Of the life and death matters <laughs> yeah. frequently. Two, she uses her mind to make contact with the animal's energy. Now, two, I already feel... I to say, that's a big leap. Two is a huge jump mm-hmm. from you calm yourself down. Right, And now. then all of a sudden, you connect to the animal's energy. Three, she visualizes the animal and telepathically says its name to get its attention. <laughs> so I'm going to try this right now. We can actually do this on camera. Okay. So, Kristen, just please narrate what I'm doing because I'm okay. going to be silent as I'm using my mind. Right. Well, you're not really calming your mind, but okay, I'll accept. Okay, I'll calm, I'll calm myself down. Okay. <laughs> That's a good audio. Will's calm. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Couldn't be calmer. <laughs> okay. 
He's shaking it out. Oh, okay. He's just turned his face toward Marty. <laughs> so I assume that he's calling to Marty in his mind. Marty's smiling. He seems to like it. Smiling? Mm-hmm. How do you know? He didn't even look at me. <laughs> I, I'm going to call that a fluke. Maybe I'm just not psychic. Oh, uh, well. Psychics in the past, by the way, consider mm-hmm. this somewhat of a uh, a micro update to our previous episodes about psychics where we've contacted them ourselves. Mm-hmm. I think this is deserving of a like 2.5 Sure. In the in the Pantheon. We okay. did one episode, uh, Mystic Willie. Yeah. Then we did Mystic Chrissy. Mm-hmm. That's a duology. This is yeah. really a point five. Yeah. Next step. Mm-hmm. So uh, the step four would be she asks the animal a question, often by transmitting a picture. Okay. The psychic may use pictures in addition to or instead of words. Mm-hmm. The doggy doesn't know words. Right. Not all of them. No. The psychic, five. The psychic uh, imagines the animal responding and waits for a response. Now, I do th- think that the important word here is imagine. Uh, yeah. And if I'm tipping my hand, <clears throat> I ain't into this. <laughs> I don't believe in this. <laughs> Many describe the responses as pictures or combinations of pictures and words. A few, like New York pet psychic Shira Plotsker, says that animals respond using childlike voices. Which huh. I, I, I do not like. I don't like that at all. I'm sleepy. Yeah. Mm-mm. Six, she accepts whatever response she gets and acknowledges that she has received it. She mm-hmm. says, yes, thank you. Seven, the psychic passes the animal's answer to its owner and asks more questions if needed. The psychic may also transmit messages to the pet from its owner. If the owner hopes to correct a pet's inappropriate behavior, the psychic will visualize the solution rather than the problem. God, I hope people aren't just going to psychics to train a dog. Uh, Listen. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) There are other ways to solve your problems. Yeah, totally. Eight, some pet psychics will also scan the pet's body to diagnose health problems. If the psychic detects illnesses or injury she will transmit healing energy to the pet okay thank god for that yeah yeah so um uh that is that is what a pet psychic yeah purportedly does or at least that pet psychic well but they make a, a clear point of saying that a lot of pet psychics evidently utilize that methodology okay. i don't want to paint the picture that all pet sure. psychics utilize that of course sure i'm sure that there's a broad spectrum of, of pet psychics and how they operate i think it's probably true probably true but that is the one that uh science yeah how stuff works yeah. cited <laughs> right of course so let's talk about in practice okay right so here I found an article from Texas Monthly. Mm-hmm. This evidently showed up in the print, uh, the, the the actual magazine of Texas Monthly. So this is big. This is big. How Animal Psychics Helped Untangle a Mixed-Up Horse. Hmm. This was written by Starry Butcher. Okay. About their horse, Wichita. Okay. I want you to remember this entire article is about a horse, named just a horse, Wichita. named Wichita. Okay. Okay. Here is from the article. So that they can explain in their own words what the issue was. Wichita? Well, in Wichita's <laughs> own words. I had a hint something was up when we retrieved our four-year-old mare from the trainer's place. I didn't. I don't bounce well enough to saddle break a horse. Wow, this is already... It's already above my head, <laughs> I know. to me, yeah. And our teenage son, Huck, needed more guidance to get the job done. So she'd been sent to a trainer. After a round of small talk, we asked him about Wichita's 60 days of schooling under the saddle. The trainer seemed to weigh how to say something diplomatically. She's a lot of horse, he said. (laughs) Hmm. When we got her home, our funny, friendly horse saw monsters in the familiar. I love that phrasing. Yeah, it's very poetic. The Latigo 
Latigo? I don't know what this term is. The Latigo swinging from the saddle gave her the willies. Tall grass that brushed her belly as we rode made her leap into the air, startled. She flinched at the sound of a creaking shed door, and my unexpected touch made her jolt like she'd hit an electric fence. Um, when they consulted a psychic named uh, Sue Ann to come in, um, they described uh, their interactions with Sue Ann, um, saying Sue Ann is, quote, perfectly aware of how woo-woo it, mm-hmm. pet psychic stuff, right. seems. I'm out there. <laughs> she told me after I first contacted her, I'm definitely out there. All right. So, Wichita. Wichita mm-hmm. the horse. Wichita the horse is struggling. They send the Wichita the horse to a trainer. When Wichita the horse comes back, all of a sudden, tons of behavioral problems. Right. They want to consult a psychic about Wichita the horse. The entire article is about Wichita the horse. Mm-hmm. Next sentence. Our thought was to hear from Wichita. And also, uh, Blackjack, a donkey. <laughs> what? Where does Blackjack come into this? Blackjack the donkey. Maybe Blackjack has some insight into what's going on with Wichita? Oh, maybe they brought in Blackjack to As like a consultant? To, yeah. to work with Sue Ann? <laughs> oh, they just figured they had Sue Ann anyway, so let's talk to both of our animals. We may, as well, we may as well throw Blackjack the donkey at her. Okay. This All whole right. article is about a horse, and then I was blindsided. So is that our last... Do we learn anything else about Blackjack the Donkey? We, I, I have some things to say about Blackjack the Donkey. Okay. Yeah, I do. But let's talk about the horse still. So, mm-hmm. Sue Ann spent several minutes interacting with spirits. She said that there were Native American spirits watching their home, which okay. was a positive thing, she said. Um, and then she clarified what's been going on with Wichita the horse. Finally. At the trainer's. Finally answers. She saw something. Oh, no. Said the, said the trainer. Said the psychic, Sue Ann. I almost think it was not a real thing. It was a spirit thing. She's saying it was like a gray cloud trying to cling to her hind end. She She's bothered by this. And she's very sensitive. <laughs> she's had past lives, Wichita. She was a regal Indian pony who'd seen battle. Oh. She was a conquistador's horse. And they make a point of saying that Sue Ann said Wichita began speaking in Spanish when recounting this past life. Okay. Okay. I have a question here. How come she was never like a banker? Uh-huh. Just like a guy. <laughs> How come Wichita the horse was never, you know, a prince? I think you, st- maybe you stayed to your, I would say stay to your genre. Maybe you stayed to your species. Horses are my favorite genre. Right. Ponies are my favorite subgenre. <laughs> Ooh, me too. Um, remember when we were at Medieval Times and I cried because the horse was like so majestic or it was something? so beautiful. I don't know what. They yeah. were doing dressage and yep. Kristen started tearing up. <laughs> Because she'd never seen something so gorgeous. As it was just so sweet. Horses dancing. It was so sweet. It looked so happy. They don't know what they're doing. I know. I know I'm completely projecting. For all I know, they treat the horse terribly. But it looked so happy and proud. It was like beep, beep. We boop, also kept boop. screaming for our night. Oh my God. Like D'Artagnan. D'Artagnan. We were the most enthusiastic medieval times. They must goers. have been sick of us. Oh God, yeah. Totally. 20 somethings shrieking. Yeah. I think 30 something for me. Really? I'm 37 now. It wasn't that long ago, right? I think it was. Maybe five years ago? I think it was a clean decade ago. Nah. Five well, years matter. ago. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. So. I'm terrible at times. So. But anyway, I, I, the majesty of nature gets me. Of course. But so why is a horse in the past life a horse? I thought the whole thing about reincarnation is like, if you stink now, you'll come back as a bumblebee. I don't think so. I think that you would come back as like a, it, somebody whose life isn't great. Really? I don't know. I really don't know. I I don't know. 
huh. Allie and I were talking about this, and I was saying mm-hmm. maybe, maybe Wichita in a past life was just a really, really good slug. Right. Yeah. And so then in reincarnation came back as a horse, uh-huh. but is really struggling to be a horse. Yeah. Sometimes if you're really good at one thing, you're not necessarily good at another. Totally. It's trying to fit a square peg in a round hole. Exactly. So Sue Ann commenced uh, quietly clearing the horse of bad juju. As she did this, the horse began nosing Michael all over. I'm not sure who Michael is. Okay, maybe a friend. She smushed her muzzle into Michael's face and breathed into his nose for close to a minute. Breathed into his nose? Yeah. It was at this point like, in the article. Like, was exhaling into Michael's nose? I guess so. It was at this point in the article that I started getting cute, confused of all the pronouns. Yeah. So I thought it was like, Sue Ann was breathing into the horse's nose? Oh, wait. Uh-huh. Was the horse breathing into Sue Ann's nose? Who's Michael? Yeah. Like, I couldn't figure out what was going on. She lowered her head and lipped his arm and delicately used her teeth that to tug at really his jeans. Cute. That sounds really cute. To have a horse lip at your arm. I think it's That'd probably little... make me cry. What? <laughs> we got to get you near, to, near a horse. <laughs> Maybe we don't. Maybe we need to keep me away from horses. Oh, my God. Kristen tearing up because a horse comes near her. This is just so beautiful. Lipping my arm. Lipping, I think, is, you know how, like, they used to make Mr. Ed talk and just that, like, like, one weird muscular upper lip would just wiggle outward? You think that that would make you cry? I think that would feel so weird. No, it's like their equivalent of a kiss. It'd be like the majesty of nature. I'd be so so scared of its teeth. Yeah, they have so really scared. big teeth. Gigantic yeah. teeth. When I was, this is not a horse, mm-hmm. but when I was in India, I saw a camel up close outside the Taj Mahal. Yeah. They were using them to like pull like like wagons up mm-hmm. with people and they put a like a net around its face and there was this one camel that I don't think was right. Oh no. And it was foaming at the mouth and its teeth were all yellow that definitely doesn't sound right and it was staring at me with its mad eyes (laughs) that's scary it was then that i knew i had to get out of the country (laughs) (laughs) you weren't welcome i wasn't welcome it was terrifying (laughs) like horses are beautiful but also they're just big animals yeah you know i haven't been around them much so um uh so the whiskers tickled michael's neck Mm mm-hmm Normally, this close inspection would not be tolerated as it's unwise to have a horse's big bony head and teeth in your space. That's true. Allowing it, Michael said later, seemed like the right thing to do. Moving on, we're going to talk about the donkey now. So the psychic did a lot of good for Wichita. So all done. All done with Wichita. Okay. All right. At the end of the article, Starry Brewster or whatever. Starry Brewster. <laughs> I don't remember. Starry Butcher. I was okay. very close. Yeah, not bad. Um, goes on to say, like, I'm not sure if the psychic, you know, Wichita, we kept working with Wichita and trying to be nice. And eventually Wichita started to calm down. It could have been the psychic. But, like, they move on from what the, the psychic say, said. This horse had a past life and moved on. I would say if you're saying eventually Wichita calms down, yeah. then I feel like it wasn't the psychic. I think if it was immediately afterward, again, I, I wouldn't be like, oh, yes, it was definitely the psychic. But you could at least be like, look. I he saw this lady or she and then all of a sudden she was fine it seems a little bit more likely for it to be the psychic than being like saw the psychic did a lot of work with Wichita right and then the behavior cleared up yes I I think what I would need to see let's talk about my skepticism Mm -hmm. I think what I would need to see is the psychic start talking to Wichita and then Wichita Sit bolt upright yeah, and right. like stare off under the horizon <laughs> like, with like a 50-yard stare. Noticeably change. Those I would need those swirling circles like Looney Tunes to yeah. say like, oh, Wichita's been hypnotized now. Yeah, right. Yeah. I Or I would need like Wichita to start like acting out their past lives. Yeah. You're I like, would, you can see his princely walk. Exactly. He used mm-hmm. to be a prince. 
So here's for here's what's up with Blackjack the donkey. Okay. He likes to watch over things. That's his purpose. He's serious about it. Hyper vigilant. He's showing me the stars. Oh, the okay. night. When everyone's asleep, he's the night watchman. So Blackjack the donkey is an astronomer of sorts. He'd like you to acknowledge that he does his job. Oh, okay. So Blackjack the donkey's telling the psychic, night sky, I watch, and I wish I got yeah, some recognition. Yeah, little credit, please. Please. Everybody needs to feel loved and seen and heard. Yes. Um, so uh, at the end of the article, um, Starry Butcher talks about how like they heard something scary. They heard a barn owl. Mm -hmm. We talked about this. Like Barn owls sound like humans screaming. Huntakilla.com slash Blair Witch. Yes. I got an I got an in-game email today that led me to us. And That's it was cool. it was very exciting. It was very, very exciting. That's I saw it, cool. Saw it firsthand. I'll show it to you. Oh my god, that's so that neat. Cool. Huntagolo.com slash Blair Witch. Will and I play paranormal podcasters in we Blair do. Witch. We're we're uh we're actors. Yep. Mm -hmm. We got to do Guide to the Unknown in Blair Witch, mm -hmm. which is very fun. So um uh yeah, they heard Sterry Butcher heard a barn owl and they run outside and while they're out there, very responsibly, they start checking on all the animals to make yeah. sure they're okay. And so they can see all the horses into the middle of the night and they're still like they've got their legs folded up and they're sleeping or mm -hmm. resting, whatever. And then they look over and they can see Blackjack, the donkey. Just watching? Yeah. Oh, and okay. And so they go, thank you, Blackjack, for keeping an eye out. That's really nice you know, so anyway. Very sweet. But yeah. here's, here's, I guess, my other thing. Like I'm talking very skeptically and very cynically about pet psychics. Mm -hmm. I believe in, in – probably before I believe in pet psychics, I believe in – behavioral therapy mm -hmm. or psychology yeah i think that animals are uh uh frequently um under um uh uh they're poorly understood mm -hmm. and i think a lot of people make the case of like well a lot of animals don't have like feelings they don't have like emotions or something like that the hell's saying that they say it i'm okay. telling you i've seen it all right i was at a party one time uh with bobby actually and i didn't know anybody so i just kept talking to this cat a literal cat I'm yeah not, i'm not trying to be a a cool guy i wasn't I, talking to some hef i didn't cat. I was think talking... that you were i it was absolutely normal to me that you'd be talking to the cat i was literally talking to a house cat and just going like how are you doing yeah i got that you look nice and then at one point the cat was like mm -hmm. on the ground wriggling around and started like grabbing a guy's feet so he put his foot softly but still he put his foot on the cat's head and i went what are you doing that's Get weird back up like the cat mushed down enough wasn't in pain but i was like don't hold this cat down with your foot. What's wrong with you? And he was like, oh, what? Like, he immediately launched into defensive. And he's like, oh, come on. I'm not doing anything. And I was like, get your foot off of him. Oh, my and God. And so the cat, he finally took his foot off the cat. And the cat, like, looked like, oh, did I just get punished for something? Or this yeah. Is weird. And I went, I'm sorry, buddy. And he goes, you're talking to a cat. And yeah, I went, you put your foot on a cat. Yeah, and I went, yeah, I'm talking to the cat. What's what's wrong? And he goes, okay. And I like, tried to make Has me seem like a Has this guy never met nut. pets before? I was, I was like... Yeah, see, I, I think that, yeah, animals have emotion and they have... Of course they do. Yeah, so I believe in, like, you know, being kind to animals yeah. probably yields nice results. So that Blackjack the donkey doesn't know you're saying, thank you for watching out Feels for the, the homestead at night. Mm -hmm. What they know is, oh, the person came out and said something kind. Yeah. And gave me some attention real quick. That's mm -hmm. what they heard. And yeah. I think that is needed, needed, needed. Yeah. Needed. Um, so here's, um, here's another article from the Washington Post. Um, it's brief, uh, but it is about, uh, pet psychics in Taiwan. Mm -hmm. And, uh, the pet psychics target today, Chief. Oh. A scrappy black and white rescue dog who died 10 days earlier. Okay. 
whose grieving owners have unresolved business. Because you see, pet psychics don't only deal with the pet struggles. Today, right. they can contact you with the it's previous It's like a pet pets. medium. Pet medium. There you go. So viewing photos of Chief on her laptop, the 28-year-old psychic asks him questions that uh, his owners have sent, typing up their silent dialogue into a Google Doc. How is it like where he is? It's hard to describe, but nice. Could uh, he come back in his next life as their pet? If the timing works, I'll think about it. <laughs> Like, like, so my point here is, what kind of information is this? I'll think about it. I'll think about it. So noncommittal. It's not. That would hurt my feelings. If I was doing a pet psychic thing with like one of our past pets and I said, would you come back? I would hope they say if the timing works, I'll, I'll try or whatever, but I'll think about it. Plus, if the timing works begs questioning. Are well, you? What do you mean if the timing works? I don't know. Maybe they meant like if there's a puppy that is being born that I can sense is going to be your pet, I will go into its body. Then I the response know. is, I hope so. Yeah. Not if the timing works, I'll think about it. What? That answer sucks. Sounds like you didn't Chief, like me at all. Yeah, it doesn't sound like Chief was as into them as they were into him. Yeah, what's your problemo, Chief? Yeah. Huh. But I get my other thing That's here is tough. the we've talked a lot about on this show and you know, we've given a lot of I think um qualified responses about, you know, what psychics are, what they do, the value they bring. Mm-hmm. This to me is the same as no value. These answers, you could ask them of just anybody you know on the what? street. I don't know. I don't know. If you ask somebody, I'm going to ask you questions, and you just tell me what my my recently I, deceased animal says. I'm talking about the value. It's in the eye of the beholder, though. You know, if these people felt there was value, then there was value to them. I want to put but this on the record. certainly the answer, I mean, anybody could pull another keister i'm i'm changing my previous um my previous feelings of like if you get something out of a psychic cool my current feeling on psychics and it's not a story that is mine to tell right now my current feeling of psychics is hey a lot of them can be very predatory maybe not all of them but i think it's on the psychic to prove they're not predatory Mm -hmm. i think that that's not unfair that's not unfair it's not unfair i think if you go we talked about this before off show but kristen Mm -hmm. had a good example of like what value is like if you spend too much on a psychic or something, it's like spending too much money on anything. You could – any salesman at a clothing store could mm-hmm. just be happy that you're paying them more and more and more for clothes without going like, this is weird. Why are you giving me – why are you buying so much yeah. stuff? But the the value proposition of a psychic is so different from a store. You go to a store and you say, I want to buy a car. Mm-hmm. They don't know – they can look at your your – you know, obviously, they can look at your credit and stuff like that. But they want they want you to buy a car. Yeah. And at the end of it – you give them money and they give you a car. You go to a psychic and you say, I want to feel better and I want answers and truth from the other side. Mm-hmm. And they'll happily take your money and you have no idea if what you got is actually of value at all. Well, it might be true. It might be 100% untrue. I know, but it is. A, it depends on the circumstance. But I will again and say. And might in this case, the way that I'm using might is being very charitable. Yes. I will again say that it is, again, to a degree, in the eye of the beholder. So, like, in the situation that we're not going to go into specifics about, it's not like a person was charged up front $5,000. You know what I mean? Like, sure. they were talking and, a per- you know, the psychic was like, well, I could do this for X amount more. And they must have felt at that point that they were getting something out of this and decided to keep going. I think it's horrible yeah but i'm just saying like i don't know what I'm the saying. upsell the happy upsell it's, let's it's, keep keep the party going it's an upsell i just don't know if it's a one-to-one like 
product obviously you got a product for that money and like you just had conversation that's nothing that's not a product but maybe that was meaningful to them maybe i don't know but i i mean absolutely i'm coming for your psychics there can absolutely be predatory psychics i'm certainly not letting that off the hook i just don't know that there's no value asterisk i'm pretty sure they're all predatory but i'm being charitable i'm coming for your psychics yeah okay so well then you're insulting me yeah i am as a psychic they they also said i was psychic i'm insulting myself because we have to go to the story. We said that this is Mystic Mi- William, Mystic Chrissy 2.5. Sorry, the spirit was moving through me. Yep. It messed with my diction. I forgot to tell you, William, and our friends at home oh about the mediumship class I took. Yeah, you did. Yes. It's, it's going to be a quickie. Okay. But it's a good time to address it, I feel. Not completely unlike the steps to communicating with a pet. That you were talking about at the beginning of your topic. Real quick, real quick. William. The title for this episode should be Mystic Doggy. Mystic Donkey? Is that what you said? Doggy. Mystic Doggy, yes. Okay. Um, so I took an online mediumship class, and the kind of cliff notes of it is basically here's what they said to do. I also felt similarly. Step one, gotcha. Step two, whoa. Yeah. Step one, calm your mind, cool oh, your jets, okay. cool it. And, you know, like, tap in or whatever. Step two is basically connect to the spirits. I was like, what the f-? So you basically are supposed to just take whatever is coming into your head and that you're imagining and, like, assume that it is from the beyond. I don't, th- I, I don't think slash no slash I hope not that this is what psychics who are charging or doing just randomly without any sort of like inner gut feeling i had no gut feeling i'm a terrible medium but you in the past you've picked up on things at the the yes paranormal shop yeah that's true um you can find that i believe if- in you you're not gonna be predatory on anyone i believe no, in you never of course not um, like i also would never said, charge anybody for like kermit the frog said i believe in you oh he said that you. at the end of the muppets movie i know um why does this all just make me think about things that are gonna make me cry this episode? you do seem fragile right now i don't know why it's- <laughs> you know what like you last week i'm very tired today ah yeah see there um but so anyway so this is kind of what you do and you can customize it to your own comfort level or whatever but this medium basically has a grid a map like sort of situation that they envision that helps them figure things out so I'm looking at you. I'm trying to give you a mediumistic reading. I have decided that the left side of your body means man. Right side of your body means woman. You've got it mirrored, but okay. What? What's the difference? That's your left and... and oh, well, whatever. Yeah. Shut up. And then <laughs> Shut up. over your shoulder means father over your other shoulder means mother and then as as i go further out from your body like rings of a tree that is further and further away in closeness to you okay as far as like the relationship you might have had with a person so father side but a ring outward would be maybe grandfather it could be grandfather it could be and also like you again you can do this however but it could be grandfather could be uncle whatever um, it could even be like if it's not over your shoulder, it's not a father, but like midsection or something that could be like best friend area. And you go out further, acquaintance, hmm. whatever. So it's very much like body mapping and you just kind of see what area of the person for whatever reason you are drawn to. And then like 
what else you are inferring from there. And so something I didn't know that was going to happen during this medium class is that we would go into what's known as breakout rooms in the Zoom. Yeah. So I had to do readings for two people. Oh, how did that go? Terribly. I had nothing. I was like, and I was trying. I was, I was going into this because I do believe in this stuff to a degree. So I was going into this like wholeheartedly, like, all right, maybe I'll learn something, whatever. Um, I really feel that there was a step missing between center yourself and like body map go, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I also understand at the same time that you are kind of supposed to go on trust and instinct or whatever. Right so I kind of, I kind of get it. But for me personally, like, some way that I know I'm connecting to something would be more helpful. It might be helpful to learn, right. Learn how to, well, you know, through meditation, learn how to open yourself up to intuition and flights of fancy. Yeah. You know, like certainly like I, I will clock at night, Mm -hmm. um, especially like as I'm trying to fall asleep, the second that I start, being like, I'm so tired, but I'm probably not going to fall asleep anytime soon. Mm-hmm. And then you get to that point where you're just like, ah, no, 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 it's there on the it's it's there on the left. The next the next classroom. And you're like, oh, I'm thinking irrationally. Yeah, totally. It's I'm going to fall stuff asleep is happening. soon. Yeah, that that blend mm-hmm. starts to happen. Yeah. I wonder if it, it would be about like guiding you to like, yeah, here's how you really. Mm-hmm. Here's how you really detach or calm down or get to a state where yeah. you are open to thinking of whatever happens to come into your mind. But oh. there, there's like a meme. There's like a joke online where it's like how to draw a cat. Step one, get a paper and a pencil. Step two, draw a cat. Mm-hmm. And like the image of it is like a, a beautifully rendered yeah. kitten. And it's like it's like that. It's like, okay, well – how do I do that? This is helpful in no way. Right. Thank you. So, yeah, I just sucked with both people. Yeah. I'd be like, I'm drawn to your shoulder and a little beyond. So is there an ant? And, like, the first lady was, um like, really trying to help me out. She was like, well, that's not the case for me. But I'm staying right now at a cabin that I happen to know used to be native land. Uh. So maybe you're picking up on somebody from there. And I was like maybe right yeah and then the second person also nothing and they were just like huh interesting okay and whatever they said to me i gave them like the smallest bit of affirmation about i can't remember what it was it didn't resonate for me hugely i was just like huh okay that could be whatever and she was like see okay and she seemed to be very encouraged by her in her own powers from the modicum of positive Right. Reaction I gave her. It was weird. Uh, yeah, fueling each other in a way. Yeah, I guess. Like I, a, I didn't feel fueled in any way. It's also like I a, fueled her, I guess. Like an open mic night. Everyone's really there for themselves, you know? Yeah. I didn't so. want to talk to anybody else. I honestly thought it was gonna be kind of like a lecture situation, and I was fine with that. Yeah. And then when I found out she was like, you know, the way that you learn is by doing. I was like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> that means I'm gonna have to like You're talk to, to somebody. Do. Yeah, right. Focus on somebody's body part to yeah. Makes sense of something. Yeah, I know. So well, for, I'm zeroing I, I, in on the lettuce in your teeth there, so it tells me that somebody <laughs> hit the salad bar. Oh, my God. It's my Dennis Miller impression. It's very good. I've been doing it all week. Yeah, he really, really has. Basically, anytime I've seen Kristen the last He's week, talking like Dennis Miller. I've been working on my Dennis Miller. Yeah, it's getting good. Um, oh, thanks, Normie. <laughs> no, it is good, actually. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I've heard that kind of thing before. Like You're making um, me sweat like Zero Mostel. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's really bad on the show right now. It's pretty good in real life, though. Yeah, no, it actually really is good in real life. Um, 
but yeah, like I've heard that kind of technique before. There's a psychic who's very famous named Laurelyn Jackson, who has written a few books and she was also in this show on Netflix called Surviving Death. And apparently she's been like extremely rigorously tested or whatever. And she has a similar kind of system. It's not body mapping like that, but she says in her mind's eye, she asks the spirits, and it's not going to be exactly right, but she makes a cross kind of in her mind and is like, okay, if you are, I'm making it up. Uh, a woman then you're on the left side if you're a man you're on the right side if you're a friend go on the bottom left if you're a friend go you know whatever and that's how she figures stuff out um so that's a thing but if everybody has their own different system is it just like the system that works for you is how your mind works or is it like well crap no they're thinking the wrong thing because they're looking at the same body part and thinking it means two different things no, I I think it makes more sense to have your own system. Okay. I think if that system happens to work for you, then great. But it makes sense because it's such a, I would imagine, a personal relationship between you and spirit. So you right. want to make it whatever makes the most sense for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah, it was interesting. Um, well, do you want to hear yes, I do. Mystic Willie, Mystic Chris? Yes. Do you want to hear about my oh, I do. connection to a pet psychic today? Oh, yes, I do. So in advance of this show, I thought it would be fun, especially because we've got, you know, we're watching my in-law's dog, Marty, and we've got Molly, of course, mm-hmm. and the two get along swimmingly, but just like any dogs, occasionally they'll have a little territorial thing. Sure. Molly wants to guard the food. Of course. Not violently, not anything, just dog stuff. So I figured I'll extrapolate that into a whole thing, mm-hmm. and let's talk to a pet psychic. So, How w- much did this cost? Oh, I don't know yet. What do you mean? Yeah, well, I'll get to it. So I went to California Psychics. That right there is not good. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went to California Psychics, and you can you can look at their, their psychic people who are available. And Darlene was avail- available for a dollar an hour. Okay. Wow. A dollar a minute. I'm sorry. Okay. Dollar a oh, minute. you know what? Even though you said hour, I knew you meant minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A dollar a minute. So I'm thinking I'll talk to her for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. 10 bucks for the show? Sure. Why not? Easy peasy. That's right. So I, what you do is you, you select them, but then you have her call you back. So you basically make the appointment uh-huh. and you render the money. And as I'm doing it, I, I see, oh, you don't really get to pick your time. It's lumped in as 20 minutes. I'm thinking, all right, 20 uh, bucks, whatever. Okay. So whatever, I'm I'm prepared to pay twenty dollars on the payment screen. It says it would usually be they're they're going to give me a fine rate. It would usually be eighty dollars. Look at you getting a discount. But they're going to give it to me for twenty. So this I'm thinking, is nice, wonderful. So it's really working out for Willie. Yeah. I render my payment. I send it through. A little while later, I get a phone call. Huh? Likely spam. It says. Okay. Well, I know the truth. So I answer. I say hello, <laughs> Darlene. Now I answer the phone, and it, it's an automated voice going. This is a message from California Psychics. Your $80 conversation with Darlene oh, come on. begins now. And I was like, ah, duh. So Darlene shows up on the phone. She's like, hello. And I went, oh, hi. She goes, hi. Who who, who am I speaking with? Is this William? And I went, yes, yes, this is William. Real quick, uh, the phone just told me that it's actually going to cost $80, but online it said $20. And she goes, yeah. you'd have to take that up with customer service. I I, I really oh, don't know. Boy. I went, oh, okay, that's I can just I can just do that. And she goes, Well, thanks for calling. And she starts and I go, No, 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 don't don't hang up. Don't hang up. Uh-huh. So I start launching and she's like, Oh, I didn't know you still wanted to talk. I was like, yeah. So I go, so I've got these two dogs and they can be somewhat territorial, but they, you know, they they largely get along, but I'm trying to figure out why the territoriality is there a way that I can get through to both of them. 
Real quick, I might have missed this. It, did it say that she was specifically a pet psychic? Yes. Okay, go ahead. She does other things as well, yeah, but yeah, pet yeah. psychic is one of them. <clears throat> and, you know, we've, again, we talked about this on previous episodes, Mystic Willie and Mystic Chrissy. And each of us, when we spoke to psychics, usually the thing that they only wanted to talk about was like relationship yes. troubles, which told me like that's what people mostly go to them for. So I was really curious to see what a pet psychic yeah. drills into. What's their like, go-to? What is their go-to? And she goes, so uh, what, what are their genders? I said, well, Marty's a boy, Molly's a girl. And she goes, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not sure of the the relationship. Uh-huh. They're not sure if there's something there. Is it something more than um, just, you know, being two animals living in the house? Um, could this connection be romantic? They're really what? struggling with this. Uh, the boy in particular is trying to figure out if the relationship is romantic. What? Yeah. That's what she said to me. And I went, oh, that's very interesting. I thought it would have something to do with food. <laughs> <laughs> the importance of food oh I, my I, god i did record this by the way oh my god i don't think i can play it on the show yeah i know but i'll play it for you thank you Although i have to i have to look it up new jersey is what they call a one-party state so right. as long as one party on the phone consents to recording it's supposed to be all cool yeah and i'm one party Oh my but I don't God. know the laws for California. I'll, I'll look into it, and we have to hear how it sounds. It was a phone call that I recorded on speakerphone. Oh, my God. I'll take a look. Okay. I'll take a look. But, uh, yeah, she said that the dogs are confused because they don't know if their relationship's romantic So Marty and Molly are having a will-they-won't-they they situation? Evident. Like Ross and Rachel? You wouldn't know it to look at them. You certainly wouldn't. I've never gotten that vibe from them. It's also a bit late. <laughs> yeah. Bit yeah. Late. I, if they want to consummate the relationship, they're going to have an uphill ba- battle. And you know what? I'm not going to pretend I know all the signs, but I haven't seen a goddamn one. No. <laughs> so I start, I start... They don't strike me as romantic beings. Not at all. No. So I uh, I go oh uh, wow okay well is there is there some way that I can help them understand what's going on and she hangs up. Get out of here! I'm not kidding. The phone just it, she I heard a click. The line didn't die. The phone oh call was still God, going. William. And I stayed on the line for another two minutes. Is that all? Going hello? Can you hear me? Hello? Are you there? And then eventually, I was like, oh, wait, I'm getting charged for every minute that I try to reconnect. So I hung up. And that's it? That's it. Oh, my God. Then I called customer service to try to see, what am I being charged for this? Uh-huh. So especially the call didn't even happen. Yeah. And the call failed. Their <gasps> customer service line didn't work. And then finally, I got it to go through. So I don't know what was going on there, but. It seemed weird. And then uh, they tried to just return my money as 20 minutes to my account that I could use at uh-huh. the time. And I went, I think I'd like it as cash, please. Yeah. I even yeah. I was also on the phone with them and I was very clear with my – Allie made fun of me for it later. But I think it was very important to say this. I went, so the website said it would usually be 80 but now it's 20. Yeah. On the phone they said it will be 80. But I only spoke to her for two minutes. So I'm willing to pay $2. Yeah. And she was like, oh, okay. <laughs> it was very clear. I will pay you $2 for what yeah. I experienced. Yeah. They returned the whole 20 Good. So. Good. <laughs> Cha-ching. But now at least I have some indication. I don't know how to navigate the, the waters the, of love. Absolutely. The, the murky waters it's going on between it's, Marty had, and Molly. I had no idea. I mean, look at them. Look at them. Right now, they're both lying on the floor <laughs> down here in the basement with us. Not anywhere near each other. Not facing each other, really. Not even really making a sound. Nah, no, 
not acknowledging each other. But maybe that's all part of the dance. Oh, I bet it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy, William. I can't believe she said that the dogs were trying to navigate whether they should go from friends to, you know, in a relationship. It's the same goddamn playbook. That is crazy The same playbook. Romantic. Romantic is what she said to me. Oh, my God. What a dream. I, I couldn't believe it. William, that's insane. I couldn't believe it. Well, All there right. You there you there it is. Right. I do have another thing where somebody asked uh, animals current events questions. Okay. Like they asked a donkey, what do you think of Donald Trump's border wall? Okay. And they said, I don't like walls. I like to be able to see through. And then the, the psychic goes, so maybe they're talking about like a, like a fence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> that is what it sounds like they're talking about. That's what I pictured as a donkey. Maybe I'm psychic. Maybe yeah. I'm pet psychic. Maybe. Because I pictured a donkey looking through a fence. It's true. Also, a duck when talking about cancel culture. Okay. Oh, my God. They brought up Kanye. This is from 2019, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, this is what? Vice. Okay. Taji Amin. Uh, very clearly, comedically assembled pet psychics to ask sure. animals current events questions. So, a duck talking about Kanye being canceled said he should be pushed out of the flock. You keep them at wing's length. Oh my god. Um wow. Did you hear that today uh Kanye is changing his name to Yay? Legally? Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. It's just funny. I haven't thought about Kanye in a while. Saw that in my gossip email that I get. Then you brought up Kanye. Psychic. Psychic. You knew I was thinking about Kanye. I knew it. You, knew you it. can't explain it. There's no way to explain it. Um okay. <laughs> Well, thank you very much. Stupid voice. I know. <laughs> and the, There's no way to explain it. There's no way to explain it. <laughs> um, okay. So now let's talk. Let's let's flip the script. Let's flip turn top. the tables. Okay. Rather than psychics communicating with animals, let's talk about animals who can communicate with the beyond. Let's do it. There's not a whole lot there on the internet about it, William. This I'm was shocked. a tougher research a lame than, duck yes than i anticipated yeah not because there are some topics that just have my head spinning with you know f- if not facts you know stuff about them whatever this one i was like i can't find diddly bupkis that's why it's you're tired like, you're all up all night till the rooster crowed <laughs> oh my you know, it'd be so annoying if you made um, an alarm clock sound as Dennis Miller being like, wake up, buddy. Oh, my God. It's the crow of the rooster. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. God. Yep. Um, so, yeah, mostly, first of all, I was very surprised to see. The early bird gets the worm, but you're no Usain <laughs> Bolt. <laughs> what? Dennis Miller is always referencing, like, figures from the culture that you're like wow you don't talk about them a whole lot i know that's that weird really came out of you're nowhere. saying bolt general mao yeah what uh, was the general mao line oh god i don't remember but yeah it was know. like like a housewarming party yes. at general mao's yeah right. <laughs> like, like what, what is that what are you talking about nobody knows that reference. no one knows what you mean ever <laughs> damn it you've made me think about dennis miller a lot this week now too i've listened to and watched so much for no reason i know and then so much I dennis kind of miller by stuff. proxy am absorbing this dennis miller material i went to his instagram for like uh-huh. a while damn it William. i watched bordello of blood <laughs> yeah William watched bordello of blood this it's, week it's a starring vehicle for dennis miller and at one point he he walks into like a vampire's and he goes, Lucy, I'm home. Oh, these it's quite a sweet like <laughs> what a hell of a pad you got here. Like he's always got a laugh he's in his always voice. Like this. It's yeah. always like this. It's like, oh, I was gonna try to save your brother, but maybe I'll have to call it quits. Like <laughs> always talks like that. 
and I don't know why, but he's 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 limited in my head rent yeah, free. He's, oh god. All right. Let's go. <laughs> do you love that phrase? Yeah, I know I love it. Um okay, so I Pay was, the rent, Miller. Yeah, <laughs> pay up. You've got the moolah, Miller. Most people get like a that was great. Thank you. Most people get like a song stuck in their head. I have Dennis Miller. <laughs> Well, you know, head. I can relate because I told you what I have stuck in my head. I have the idea of a nerd right. explaining things to a group of people and being like, you might think that blah, blah is blah, blah. Au contraire. <laughs> Actually, I just keep thinking about a nerd saying au contraire, au contraire. for like two weeks, I yeah. would say. Yeah, yeah. they got to put it somewhere. I know. Yeah. I, I got well here. Maybe this will release. Maybe me. this will. Yes. May this release us. Yes. Okay. So I expected when I looked this up that I would find like new agey sites that were talking about like animal psychic powers. Most of Google's first couple pages are dog sites like the Purina website, the American Kennel Club, oh, wow. all this stuff, debunking it and saying it's not true. Now, as a social media manager, I think that whoever is running content for these websites, maybe around October, was like, we can do something fun. Right. And looked into it. Because you you have to put blogs out, not necessarily because you think people are going to love your blogs. It helps your website rank higher in Google's results. Sure. So when somebody... So for me, I write blogs about propane not because we necessarily think people love reading blogs about propane obviously we hope it helps them but mainly because hopefully then google will like us enough that when somebody googles propane perico comes up right you're a social media whiz Um, but maybe this is big kibble yeah trying to push down the little guy and by the little guy i mean like a chihuahua that can like see the future yeah maybe it's keeping dogs in their rightful place needing humans to feed them their kibble Mm-hmm. That could be. Could be. Well, they made some good points. Okay. Um, but so, yeah, like mostly just things being like, think your dog can see ghosts? Guess again. You're wrong. From, you know, Purina dog shower or whatever. But I was able to find some stuff. And surprisingly slash not surprisingly, the Weekly World News has a lot to say on this matter. Of course. So I'm going to bring us to the article, How to Tell if Your Pet is Possessed. Also, I don't know if you've been to the Weekly World News website. I would way rather have the in-print edition. This thing is riddled with ads. It's extremely hard to read, but whatever. They're cashing in. Yeah. Like, look at this. Okay. I just opened it on my phone. There's one tiny paragraph about the animals and then a thing that says most addictive game play now with a woman like straddling a city like roof with gigantic buns that are completely separated like they're just two balls. Just for some rube to be like, I got to tap on the bush there. And there's so look, it's the same ad over and over with that. butt. so anyway, I'm going to read this article. Yeah. Animals can be possessed by demons just like humans. But how can you tell? Friendly family pets, dogs, cats, birds, and even horses, have been taken over by evil spirits and changed into fiendish, bloodthirsty beasts, say psychic researchers. The phenomenon has been known since before the Middle Ages and is well-documented historically, says famed paranormal investigator Ed Warren. Mm, I was doing a little bit of an Ed Warren voice there. He recalled one case in Connecticut in which a retriever changed from a gentle dog to a fierce beast. It frothed at the mouth, its eyes red as coals. It repeatedly attempted to savage its master, biting him severely. And it had incredible strength. The vet could find nothing wrong with it. But later, the animal came under possession a second time and an exorcist was called in. During the service, the dog stiffened, its eyes bulging. It growled and shuddered and then gave a low moan and relaxed. From then on, the man had no trouble with it. 
And then they're talking about other possessed animals, a, a shadow looming around a cat and its owner feeling suffocated, things like this. <laughs> a, um, a demonic entity possessed a horse. Uh, a little girl was riding it and suddenly bolted, racing across a field and tossing the girl over a wall. Later, over the animal wall. went berserk again. Two vets were unable to find anything wrong with it, but by using an exorcism ritual, this person was able to drive the demon out. Good God. So not exactly, which I will get to later, animals detecting ghosts, but Weekly World News is very much on the animal paranormal world beat. They also have an article on how to tell if your pet is possessed. And oh, here's what they say. This will be good. Your innocent pet could wind up harboring a raging demon, ruining your happy home life. But if you know how to spot the seven warning signs that your pet is possessed, you can react quickly to minimize the damage. This same ad is here just as many times on this page. God. Um, so WheatleyWorldNews.com is great. It seems to be a better experience on the iPad. I'll, so, I'll oh, say really? that. Yeah, there are definitely ads, but. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So number one, sudden change in behavior. An outgoing, friendly pet becomes suddenly shy, depressed, or hostile sneakiness pet behaves while you're watching but becomes destructive when your back is turned uh-huh. frenzy pet demonstrates extreme reactions to ordinary events such as dog who throws himself at the door barking scratching and howling when someone passes by in front of the house four malevolence pet seems to wish you or others in the household ill often what? watching you in an unfriendly way what it wishes you ill will. Like peeking at you from the banisters? Yes. Like on the stairs? I will say, some cats are kind of creepy like that. They, well, but they are staring are, at you like... Cats are aloof. Cats are weird are and aloof. quiet, you know? But I've heard people say they don't like cats because they creep them out because they're always just like staring at them like that, so... Yeah, I, I can kind of... I'm not saying that means they're possessed, but I can imagine an animal looking at you with ill will, I it guess. Is, it is hard to imagine what a cat's thinking when it is just staring at you. Yeah, even my beloved cat, Chloe, sometimes I'll just kind of like be looking around the room for no reason and I'm like, ah! And she's just, just looking at you going like, there she is. Yeah, maybe. Well, she's right there. There she is again. <laughs> you know? <laughs> excitement at misfortune oh pet becomes elated and overactive when something goes wrong in the household as if he is enjoying the event <laughs> sicko <laughs> deterioration in personal habits pet enjoys filth such as foul water duty food duty food <laughs> duty food <laughs> Pet enjoys filth. That was a Freudian so just slip. foul water and duty food. <laughs> it's a Freudian slip. Dirty food. That phrase has never been uttered before. Duty food. Yeah, you're wrong. <laughs> That's so funny. What a fun thing to say. Duty food. Like I think that you could like make like the most stoic, uh, serious person on the planet say duty, duty food, food, and they're gonna they're gonna at least smoke. <laughs> I thought you were supposed to be the not tired one today. What's happening? Smoke. The most stern person. Smoke. Why, you could go up to one of the guards at the House of Parliament or whatever, those guys in Britain who have the big Palace, yeah. Buckingham Palace. Say duty food right in his face and he would smoke. He wouldn't be able to help it. He'd have no choice but to smoke. <sighs> oh god all right let me read this whole thing again deterioration and personal habits <laughs> i really don't think of my pets as having personal habits i guess that's true but I, i've never thought of it that oh. way pet enjoys filth such as foul water dirty food or waste appearance undergoes change for the worse 
Oh. I know. Uh, noisiness. A, a possessed pet will screech, howl, and even scream. Noise increases over time and seems to have no logical cause. <laughs> this web page was visited 22 times today. No I way. I wonder what everybody's up to. No way. Yes. Oh, boy. I know. Um, so I wanted to read a comment that I noticed on this that I really enjoyed. This is from Jake from 2009. Don't you think the animal is super piss and they want to be alone? Like humans sometimes, they get crazy too, like killing people on a McDonald's on a beautiful Sunday <laughs> afternoon. What are you call that evil for sure if you feed yourself with violence? They're the chance to become evil too. They've got a good point. Way mm-hmm. to go, Jake. Killing someone on a McDonald's? Yeah. <laughs> Can I also read Yes, it? please. I know this is Do a your rendition of it. Total cheat. I just I just feel like it'd be fun to read. Yeah. Don't you think the animal is super pissed and they want to be alone? Like humans sometimes they get crazy too, like killing people on a McDonald's on a beautiful <laughs> Sunday afternoon. What do you call that evil for sure if you feed yourself with violence? Then their chance to become evil too. Yeah. Doesn't it seem like somebody says that at like uh, you know a town hall meeting, and then you have to respond oh to it God. somehow, like on the committee of be like, good, very good. Um, my colleague will answer your question. <laughs> There's also this one. It's not as good, but I like it. Um, I love it. My ginger Tom needs a priest, and maybe then I won't need skin grafts on my arms where the little bugger flays me nightly. Ooh. I know. I guess. I guess Tom really is giving it. Sound good. Giving them the biz. Sounds slightly lighthearted, but what if it's just true? Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. Maybe skin graft. Maybe yeah. Right. Maybe Tom needs help. Um. So you can so, comment yeah. now and go. Has that, did anyone help you with this? Yeah. That comments from what like two thousand ten years later. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently, a priest chimed in on the Weekly World News, of course, and uh, had some things to say about whether your dog is possessed. Does your dog growl at the sight of a clerical collar or gleefully do its business on hallowed ground? If so, watch out. Your beloved pet may be possessed. That is the chilling warning of Father Brett Rollins, a leading expert in demonic possession. Innocent beasts are an easy target for Lucifer's minions, explains Father Rollins of Charleston, South Carolina. Unlike humans, they lack the willpower to fight off an invading spirit. Possessed dogs first exhibit behavior that is merely puzzling, then go on to become a danger to people and property, according to the expert. In the end, they always turn on their owners. When you read a newspaper account of a dog killing its own master, this is almost always a case of demonic possession. What? Certain breeds are more susceptible to possession than others, including German shepherds and some others. These dogs have been bred for aggression. I'm actually not going to read that part. Yeah, yeah. um, Because I don't believe that. So... The Catholic priest who often assists worried pet owners says the following are signs you have a devil dog on your hands. One, it's yummy. <laughs> I love a devil dog. So dry, though. They are dry. Yeah. But there's a place around here that makes devil dog ice cream, and it's delicious. What? What place? It's actually down by Allie's parents. Oh, so that's a flat-out lie. Maybe you're possessed. Maybe I am. Huh. Okay. So, number one. We can one. take a quick trip. We'll be back in two hours. Yeah, great. Yeah. Uh, number one, your dog barks or growls at religious ministers. Two, when the two of you walk by a cemetery, the animal tries to desecrate the dead oh. by urinating against a headstone. <laughs> It knows. Okay. It knows. Number th- well, I guess if it's possessed, if we're going to go with that. Yeah, that's the demon. Yeah, right. Okay. Number three, if you, hold a crucifix, if you hold a crucifix or a Bible in front of your pooch, it snarls, lunges, or recoils in fear. Number four, 
Your dog often appears to be listening to secret voices or sounds you can't hear. He may be receiving his marching orders from his true master, Satan, (laughs) notes Father Rollins. The canine reacts excitedly to images of death, evil, and Satan. Who's showing their dog images of death? (laughs) Well, if you're testing it. If you're being like, okay, I think he might be possessed. Here's one of the tests. Oh, God. Um, The dog attempts to bite or attack the innocent. If your dog shows these warning signs, don't despair, but do consult a trusted minister at once, advises Father Rollins. A simple exorcism can easily rid your pet of all satanic influence. This has had four visits today. So, four visits. <laughs> so, we need to... So, Do you think that you could contact a priest and just go like, yeah, my no. dog pooped outside the church. I think there's something going on. I don't think so. I think they would hang up on you like that pet psychic hung up on you. Right? But for a different reason. They'd just be like, it's a crank call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, the Weekly World News, is it almost like the Onion? Yeah, like, it is. So it's just like a spoof. It's a joke site. I mean, I know it's a, a joke site, but like they're not even trying to pretend that this is real or whatever. It's just I, I Yeah, I think it's, yeah. it's fully right. 100% bunko. Well, here's what Sophia had they're to say about artists. this. Bunko artists. Sophia says, next, your untimely death will come. (gasps) Ah, Ah. Scary. So here's the thing about the idea of animals being able to see ghosts, specifically in the case of dogs. Their senses are so heightened that, you know, first of all, okay, let's do the pro side first. Pro dogs can see ghosts. Okay. I actually found a kind of interesting argument for this that I thought was kind of cool. They were saying that um, when people go on a ghost hunting expedition, if they have equipment, a lot of times the equipment is kind of mimicking things that dogs have naturally. So like, um, you know, night vision goggles. Dogs can see extremely well in the dark. Um EMF meters, apparently there's some people who think that dogs can sense electromagnetic frequencies more easily than humans can. I didn't find anything about that being true or not. I know. I will say there is a thing about, like, you know how, like, dogs, like, seem to hunt for the right place to poop or something like that? And it's, yeah. like, super specific. I mm-hmm. have people seen people say that, like, that has something to do with them even responding to, like, magnetic fields. Yes. So, okay. No, I think it's not impossible. I just couldn't find, like, yes, we definitely know that right. dogs respond to magnetic fields, but I don't think that's so cuckoo. Because um, their senses really are much different yeah. than ours. Um, sounds. Ghost hunters often use amplified microphones and things to try to catch EVPs, yes. things that might be buried. And dogs have, like, an insane sense of hearing. And also scent. Maybe we don't know that ghosts give off like a ghost scent or something and dogs because their noses literally like their senses are amplified thousands of times more than ours um smell wise yeah like maybe they're picking up on a ghost scent that we're not even aware of i'll tell so you they're what. able to like hone in on things a little bit better two pieces of supporting information from the movie ghostbusters okay which we all know is a documentary mm-hmm. in the opening when uh egon uh venkman and ray are in the library yeah. at one point dan Aykroyd goes listen do you smell that? <laughs> and that's what guides them to where the ghost is. Yeah. So presumably he did smell something right there. Yeah. And later in the movie, when Bill Murray first goes to Sigourney Weaver's apartment and he's, you know, doing the whole like he plays the piano, he goes, mm-hmm. they hate this. Like to torture him. Like to torture them. That's right, boys. It's Dr. Venkman. I love that part. He's just being a total charlatan. Mm-hmm. He's got this device. It's a, a strap over his arm to a box and a little tube going to something with like a puffball thing that he's 
puffing. He's taking air samples. Yeah. He doesn't know what he's doing. At one point, Sigourney Weaver goes, do you know how to use that thing? And he goes, I, I think so. Yeah. But that's a sniffer. Mm-hmm. What that's doing is taking air samples that they could then, you know. Analyze. Analyze later. For smell. For smell. Or yeah. for, you know, particles in the air. So, mm-hmm. and I'm trusting the fact that Dan Aykroyd believes in all this stuff to be like, are these Aykroydisms yes. to be like smell is certainly part of it. It really, you know, it could be. Who knows? We don't know a lot about ghosts. Maybe that could be part of the thing. But here's the thing. Also, those senses could account for why they are sometimes reacting to things that we can't see. Because the thing that we can't see, sure, it could maybe be a ghost, but it could also just be something totally physical and normal that we can't see. Sure. Um, A really common thing that people cite as sort of like a ghostly thing that their dog does is like being afraid of a certain area of their house for no reason. Right. And so – um, in one of the articles I read, they pointed out that there could be many reasons that a dog avoids a spot and that perhaps he was in that area and heard something frightening, like a loud car backfiring or fireworks, and now associates it to that spot. Yeah. And when we stand there, we didn't necessarily know, know that that happened or didn't make a big impact on us. So to us, we're like, why would they be so scared of the corner? But it's just like, no, they had what to them was like a traumatic experience there, and now they want to avoid it. Or it could be that they're like smelling something weird that's like way down in the carpet that's undetectable to us that they don't like, so they back up. So the same way that you could say that those senses, like maybe they're able to use their genuine physical senses yeah. senses to tap into a ghost, maybe, or maybe, and or maybe, they're just sensing things that we cannot, basically. Yeah. Um, I also found something really cool that I've never heard about before, the idea that some dogs can predict natural disasters or have yeah. like a react. You know about this? I yeah, didn't I've know about, about this. this. Yeah. Okay, so this is quoting from an article from Bustle that will be linked in the show notes. So apparently, dogs can smell seismic activities that precede er- or sense seismic activities that precede earthquakes, such as scraping, grinding, and breaking of rocks underground, and smell environmental changes that typically indicate a major storm. There have been reports of animals behaving strangely before large earthquakes, including an account of snakes, weasels, and rats moving to safety several days prior to an earthquake in Greece in 373 BCE. Um, there's also a study study um, that is talked about here quote after japan after japan's magnitude 9 earthquake in 2011 a study was launched investigating pet owners reports of unusual animal behavior just before the quake in the results 236 of 1259 dog owners and 115 of 700 703 cat owners observed strange behavior in their pets Owners reported increased neediness, barking and howling in their dogs, and some dogs who were so restless they even escaped. In 60% of the reports, these odd dog behaviors occurred in the seconds and minutes leading up to the quake. Wow. So it seems like they, some of them can sense things that yeah, are, oh yeah. you know, before we can or that we can't at all. There are also absolutely um, dogs that can sense a human having a an, a, a seizure, seizure yep. before it starts to occur. Mm-hmm. Like undeniably, yeah. dogs, animals are able to perceive things that we are not. Yeah. I had a client actually when I was a hairdresser who 
um, her mom had, or no, it was actually her daughter. Her daughter had a lot of medical issues and she had a support dog that would come with her into the salon. And one time they came in and they told us about how her daughter was in the bathroom and she started having a seizure and the dog was outside the bathroom and it started going nuts. Yeah. And so the mom was able to find her and Aww. take care of her. Animals are amazing. They're Absolutely the amazing. They're the best. I mean, dogs have also, we've, we've now truly evolved. Um, simultaneously, symbiotically, like there, there are things that I've read online about how, like, even things like gut bacteria in mm-hmm. humans and dogs evolved to be like compatible or something like that. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. Like we've, we've, I'm not surprised. But we've yeah. genuinely evolved together now. Yeah, and also dogs, like in a way, they've evolved as far as like smiling goes. So biologically, like them making that face that we go, oh, they're smiling. Like it doesn't really mean that. Well, it didn't mean that they were happy initially. And I think also this isn't for every it single usually dog. Usually means they're like stressed or it can mean they're stressed or hot tired or something. Or thirsty, but. Yeah. For a lot of dogs, they have picked up positive reinforcement from us being like, yeah, hi, when they smile. So now they they do do that to communicate that they're happy to us. Molly will smile when we come home. Yeah. She'll like, she'll bare her teeth and be wiggling I and wagging her tail and stuff. Love it's it's wonderful. She does that. And our dog Harley yeah. used to do that. Yep. Oh, they're just the best. They're wonderful. Dog, dogs are amazing. Totally. But like, it's the canary in the coal mine idea, mm-hmm. right? Like, my, and granted, that was a horrible. Yeah, it was a very much needed thing, but it was yeah. like a horrible thing for the canary. Yeah, but like the canary, if they hit a pocket of carbon monoxide or dioxide, whatever, if they hit a pocket of gas that would kill them, mm-hmm. it would kill the canary first. Right, and that's how they knew to get out. Right, but uh, and then I thought about that because you were talking about the idea of like rats moving mm-hmm. out of a place before there's going to be an earthquake or something. Like if you watch a lot of horror movies and stuff, yeah, it's frequently all the time. there will be like a little scene of like rats are all scurrying They're away, scattering, yeah, before some. Pending evil moves mm-hmm. in. And the implication has always been the animals know before we do. Yeah. And so I do think – I think that's fascinating. I also think it's fascinating what you brought up about how like Zach Bagan's equipment mm-hmm. is all mimicking things that come naturally to an animal. Yeah. that Those are very compelling things. They don't I do much to move the needle on me believing in ghosts. But it's very entertaining. Yeah. And it I plays don't... off of things I think animals – really genuinely are actually doing which we are not able to sense yeah you know what actually during the course of this research i didn't question whether i think this is true or not so now i'm thinking to myself about it because i do think ghosts are true maybe or whatever i I, I stay i'm i'm firmly on i still wish they were Mm -hmm. um i find them to be the 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 most emotionally engaging and scariest of all of the monster types out there yeah so for a million reasons i think they're 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 amazing to think about. I would love there to be something beyond life. Mm-hmm. I'm not convinced of that, mm-hmm. but I'm severely entertained yeah. by the entire thing. Yeah. So if I believe in them, do I think animals can see them? I guess it's hard for me to wrap my mind around them being physical in any way, right. if there's even anything. So do I think... I don't know. I still don't know. I yeah. guess I guess that's not surprising. If I don't know whether I believe in them totally or not, I guess it's not surprising that I don't know sure. whether I think animals can see sure. them. I don't know. There's also that meme. I don't remember who drew this, but it's a web comic of people looking at a cat and going like, there he goes, staring off into space again. Oh, yeah. Just looking at nothing. And then from the cat's point of view, he's looking at like a wailing ghost. Yeah, right, right. Like a mournful painfully horrifying ghost yeah right i know cats just always see that stuff yeah just always no big deal to them sort of i know um so that's it there you go everybody yeah hope you enjoyed 
Um, yeah, animals rule. Animals rule. It's amazing one way or another. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I think that even for my segment of like pet psychics, ultimately a pet psychic is really there for the pet owner. Oh, yeah, I, I, because they love their pets so much. They love their pets so much. And it's to me, it's really a form of therapy. Yeah, it's therapeutic for the owner in some way. I sure. would advise start with therapy first. Yes. Um, but there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So thank you for joining us. If you would like to support the show and also get a whole ton of bonus material, you can go to patreon.com slash pod. And if you sign up at the $4 or more per month level, then first of all, you're helping the show keep going. So thank you so much for doing it. Thank you to our existing patrons. And as a thank you, we have a bonus episode that comes out every month on the 13th. And to date, I think there are 25 of them. Um, so if you sign up now, there's a whole lot of stuff you haven't heard that you can listen to. There's a really awesome Discord that's just for patrons. A Discord is an app that's basically like a chat room, and it has different categories of rooms within it. And so there is a Discord that's full of other guides, you know, and listeners talking about stuff pretty much every day, and it rules. We also do a live stream on the first Saturday of every month where we plan out the next month of shows. So you get to have have kind of a jump on what's coming, see what our planning process is like if you're curious about that, and in some cases affect the shows that are coming up. Actually, one of our listeners, Tracy, suggested this topic, and we thought it sounded cool, so we went for it. Yeah, absolutely. So thank mm-hmm. you, Tracy. Yeah. And also, for people that are members of our Patreon, you may have heard this month's bonus show already, where Kristen and I oh. competed against each other to pick the topic we're covering Next week on the main feed. Yes. Is it time to unveil to the listeners unveil. at large? I think we can. What was it stake? I think I just tipped my hand because I said it like that too. I know. So, so they already know who won. It was me. He stole it. Yeah. Oh, ran away with it is what you mean. He stole it. Crushed. God. Crushed he, it. Damn it. There are people actually debating my scoring in the Discord. I know. So, I know. I saw that. I decided not to I didn't engage either. I in the conversation. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. But um, no, go listen to that show because Kristen and I were competing in a series of horror trivia games. And if Kristen won, mm-hmm. I would be forced to watch a bunch of episodes of The Real Housewives. Yes. Times that they've gone to psychics. I think there was a seance episode. Oh, there's like always seances. Okay, there um, were many. Reading uh, espresso grinds, right. all kinds of stuff. Now, thank God she didn't win. Mm-hmm. We'll get there. I think you may have also seen in the Discord that people were like, please do that still sometime. Well. Well. Okay, go ahead. You'll have to win the chance. Oh, God damn it. Because I won. So next week, Kristen is going to have to deliver unto us her review of the Rob Zombie classic, House of a Thousand Corpses. Now, a lot of people like a House of a Thousand Corpses, but Correct. it's not my flave. Yes. And I'm not looking forward to watching this. Correct. And I've made sure that my DVD player's all hooked up. I had Ryan set it all up for me. It's on our bedroom, which I feel like is, I don't know if I want to taint my room with that energy. Well, but I will be watching House of a Thousand Corpses. William has given me. You better pay attention. I've given you homework. I called it homework. Yeah. Yeah. I said, I want Kristen to tell us the overall plot, her favorite moment, and she has to phrase it as it's her favorite. (laughs) 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 And you have to pick one. Her least favorite moment, and it has to be phrased as just your least favorite. Uh It's still great, but it's just your least favorite. I want your personal written review. 
Um, you have to explain the character of Dr. Satan to me. Yeah. Three positive second opinions from people out there and three negative. Okay. And to accomplish this, I did buy her the Blu-ray. Yeah, he did. He had sent to my home. I did. To, her, to my home. Yeah. You said it like, yeah, to my home. To my home. Yeah. But I think we're giving it I, away. I was like, oh, yes, we are. Yeah, I think we want to give it away. Yeah, and so we'll get to that next week. Yeah, we'll do that next week. Um, but yeah, I was like, ooh, mail for me. And then I looked at the label and it said Ryan, Kristen, and Kathy. And I was like, I wouldn't have done. Oh, God, it's it was mail I was like, it must be me. like a, a saved address in your Amazon. Yeah, it was just, yeah. yeah right. And yeah. I was like, oh, God, oh. So that'll be happening. Well, at least you had a moment of hope. Yeah, right. I was like, ooh, what did I order? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's coming next week. That's next week. And that episode, if you want to hear how that occurred, yes. you can find that on patreon.com slash pod. And I hope you enjoy all the stuff we have over there. Go check it out, everybody. Also yep. on tpublic.com slash user slash pod. A bunch of Guide to the Unknown merchandise. If you're watching us right now, Kristen is wearing the old time Chrissy shirt. Yes, I am. That des- Designed by Drew Hester. Yes. Of course, I've got a notebook yep. that I'll be writing in. I've, I've got baby onesies that Zoe is going to wear. So cute. So this is cool. actually our mom's. I stole it for tonight. Thief. All right, everybody. We'll be back with House of a Thousand Corpses next week. Wait, I want to mention about our merch. Fine. All of our merch money for the next month-ish, it, whenever we get our next merch check, is going to Miles for Migrants. That's right. So if you buy any merch, your money is going to charity to help refugees get away from the countries that they need to. Yes. yes. Finding some way to do something. Yep. Uh, okay, now go ahead. Yeah. Well, actually, also tell people where they can find you. They can find me at Chillin' Kristen. And I'm at The Myth Traveler. But once again, I don't want anybody out there to feel like they have to watch House of a Thousand Corpses for next week, because Kristen's going to do that work for us. Yeah, I got it covered. So we'll see you then. But until that time comes, we must travel. I'm in hell. <laughs> Not yet. God. But soon. When are you gonna watch it? Like the last moment, I'm sure. Why? You gotta you know you've gotta you're gonna have you gotta research it. Well, I mean literally the last moment, but I'll probably watch it like next Tuesday or something. I guess I do want it to be fresh. Yeah. God. <laughs>